0: The Vault offers services for informational and educational purposes only. Neither does it act as an attorney or lawyer. We do not give legal advice. If you require the services of an attorney or lawyer, we suggest and recommend you obtain a competent attorney or lawyer. Trust Christian is not a tax attorney and not affiliated with the United States government or entity. Peace, peace, peace. You are now tuned into the Vault. Just want to thank you for tuning in live. Today we're going to be talking about putting everything that you own inside of a trust. So the reason why I wanted to do this episode is because I recently have encountered a lot of people talking about how they went to a public lawyer and the public lawyer said, "Yeah, there's no need to put it, you know, anything you have in a, in a trust in." Of course, they're gonna tell you that. First of all, they're a public lawyer. You know, I do recommend talking to lawyers, but to have somebody that's a public lawyer tell you not to put things inside of a trust, first of all, as a trustee, we hire lawyers. So we should never be opposed to um, talking to a lawyer. But when a lawyer starts telling you what to do with your money or your estate, that's when you should have a problem. The The, the second thing is, is family law, the way you perpetuate your family The way you grow your family estate is by understanding contract law. Contract law is private law. Family law is private law. I have to keep letting you all know that. That's not something you're going to sit here and say, oh, you know, well, you know, I can just talk to someone in the public about it. Why? Why do you think trusts are such a secret? If you go to a law dictionary, you're going to be able to see that a trust is a secret. So why would you know how to deal and hide your family estate privately if. You don't know what that is. So it's just a big deal. I see people talk about that all the time. I do wanna let you all know that a trust is a separate distinct legal entity, just like your social security number is a separate distinct legal entity. You already know it's a legal entity. Why? It has a legal name. So don't think of this as as some hard transition. Oh, I want to uh, make sure that my family estate is being run properly. It's not. It's actually the best position to be in, okay? Um, one of the things, like I say, a lot of people don't know that a trust is a legal person. That's that's like one of the biggest things that you have to realize is that you're not your social security number, just like a trust is an EIN number. That's, not, that's like you walk around saying you're a trust. You don't say you're a trust. So it's the same thing with your social security number. You're not supposed to say, oh, I'm my social security number. You know what I mean? It doesn't work that way. So when you understand that, that's very important. Um, trust never die. So when you understand that... Your, your trust never dies, then you'll never be like, you know, I want to operate through my social. Why? Because your social dies. Your social doesn't allow you to perpetuate your wealth from generation to generation. This is how the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers are doing it. So it's up to you all. I know that this broadcast is not for everybody, because there's a lot of people that don't want to perpetuate their wealth, they don't want to pass it on to their children, and that's fine. This broadcast isn't for them. This broadcast is for people that are going to step up to the plate and make it a point to leave their children and their families in better positions than the way that their parents and their grandparents left them. Because I come from a family where my grandmother said, I'm not leaving you anything. And she's definitely at the casino twice a week. So, you know, I'm not upset about that. That's her ignorance. If she knew how to pass on wealth through a contract, she would. She didn't know about it. I had to learn this information from a private mentor. Okay, so when even individuals ask, Well, how do you learn this information? Can I go to the law library? Can I read it in a book? You're gonna learn about private trust from either me and private trustee training, which I provide at hfrnperiod at gmail.com, or you can go to my website, welcome to the and we provide private trustee training. You have to go to either a private mentor or be in a private community. I promise you. Why? It's called private for a reason. A lot of people think that they can get private information in the public and it doesn't work that way. Okay. So the first thing, uh, one of the things I do want to let y'all know is trust don't die. Sometimes people get in and there's different, there's over 80 different types of trust. So when people say, oh man, you know, I want to put my money away in this entity and it's going to be a tax free shelter and all that stuff. Trust there's over 80 different forms of contracts. That's why trustee training is so essential. That's why I had a mentor. That's why it's so essential to be in a private community is because you have to understand that there's a specific style of entity that you need to use. I can point out to you in the public what entities are being used to control education and which ones aren't. Okay. They don't die though. That's very important. Okay. Um, a lot of them avoid the traditional taxes such as death tax, inheritance tax, probate tax. You know, that's that's like saying you work your whole life, you pay taxes your whole life, and then when you get ready to pass on your wealth to your children, here comes death tax. Most people don't even know there's a thing called death tax, they don't even know there's a thing called inheritance tax. So even when you try to pass on your wealth to your children, Uh, your children are going to have to pay inheritance tax. I'm going to show you how rich people do it. rich people set up a trust, which is a separate distinct legal entity. And when they pass away, if they set up the proper entity, their children just take over the management of the entity. Why? Because the entity is a separate distinct legal person. So, you know, when individuals ask about these type of things, that's how you avoid taxes. Why? Because your children don't have to pay inheritance tax now. They're not in an inheriting position. It's nothing to inherit from their parent directly. They move into a managerial or a senior trustee position. And these are the things that we go over in trustee training. It's very, very essential for you to understand. Um, uh, another thing is, is trust don't always need lawyers. I know a lot of people say, oh, well, can I go to a lawyer to actually set up a trust? First of all, there's two types of trust. The main, main, the macro. Not the micro, the macro. The macro is, is you got a public trust and a private trust. A public trust is set up under public jurisdiction, under state jurisdiction, okay? And then there's things called private trust. Private trust are what rich people use. We utilize Article 1, Section 10 of the United States Constitution. See, a lot of of y'all try to say, oh, well, I'm a legal taxpayer or I'm a taxpayer and I obey the law. So if you obey the law, then let's go through and obey all of it. Okay, not some of it, all of it. Article One, Section Ten of the United States Constitution says no state will impair the obligation of contracts. You all can look that up. It is a it's a decent sized article, but it, it says in the, the the Constitution that no state will stop you from contracting unlimited. That's perfect. So me and you can set up a contract privately. We don't need a lawyer. OK, and if we want to get it adjudicated or, or have the matter adhered to, if we had to go into some courtroom, then guess what? We can go into a courtroom. Why? Because we can pick the jurisdiction that the contract is even heard in. That's how powerful contracts are. All of you all are signing contracts. Do you all know the different type of signatures that you could sign a contract in a restricted or unrestricted signature? See, contract law, once again, is private law. It's not public law. So when you say, well, why didn't I learn this in school? You're not supposed to learn it in school. You got a public school education, even if you went to traditional private schools, those educations are controlled by trust. That's why they have a board of trustees for the school. Okay. Everything is conducted in trust. They say in God, we trust they utilize trust. That's why you, it is it, not a hard concept to grasp. The biggest thing is for you to grasp that. Okay. I need to learn contract law period. I need to learn how to administer my family affairs privately. Okay. And United States respects privacy. So when people think, oh, they don't respect your privacy. No, the first of all, rich people wrote everything. They wrote the tax law. They wrote the laws that are governing the country. Why would they do something to impair their right to move? They didn't, they just created watered down versions of things. So the common individual can stay common. You have to become above average. What I'm talking about is not for average people that don't want to read. You have to learn how to protect your own family's estate. Not have somebody else protecting your family estate. Having some lawyer protect your estate. It doesn't work that way. Having a lawyer protect your estate, you have to protect your own estate. So you have to really grasp that wealth is passed on through trust. You all know this. The Rothschilds have done it. It's a great example. Banking. They did it through trust. Rockefellers did it through trust. Okay. You want to know how, they, how rich people pass on their wealth? They pass on their wealth through foundations, through charities. So when you think that, oh, you know, wealthy people, they're so wrong. You know, they're, they're keeping all their money. You know, they're keeping all their money. Uh, a lot of people talk about, uh, I'll give you an example of how wealth is passed on. Bill, and, Bill Gates. Bill Gates was the richest man in the world at one point. You all know this. He went through an antitrust lawsuit. Do you see how that word just got brought up? It wasn't because Microsoft was creating a monopoly. You daggone right, they created a monopoly. I'm gonna show you how powerful trusts are. When when JD Rockefeller, who's a Rockefeller, he said, competition is sin. People that utilize trust are looking to take over the competition and dominate while everyone else wants to be average. So you have to make a choice in your life whether you want to be average or you want to dominate. Some people say, oh, I don't want to flex in competition. Rich people are always in competition, but they like eliminating competition. They like buying out the competition. So back to the point, Bill Gates was in a antitrust lawsuit, not in a monopoly lawsuit. First of all, he was creating jobs. Why would the government break up a company that's creating jobs? They're not. Okay. It was because he was collecting a lot of money tax-free utilizing a specific tax structure through trust that I know about. Okay. So. This is how I know I knows what he, he, knows what he's doing. You Do want know how I know what he's doing? Cause after the Bill and Melinda Gates foundation, um, after that antitrust lawsuit was set up, the Bill and Melinda Gates foundation was created. See, and now you see, oh wow. X, Y, and Z amount of his shares are passed on directly to his foundation. You think Bill Gates doesn't manage the foundation? You think the foundation doesn't own the jets, owns the cars, owns the houses, owns the clothes, owns all the trips that he's taken. Yes. He's still doing the same thing. He passed on his wealth and put it in a tax-free shelter through a 501 C3 entity. You all can go look it up. The Bill and Melinda Gates foundation is a private family foundation. Those are the entities that we train our trustees to learn how to utilize. Oh, people say, oh, you know, well, he's doing something wrong. Last time I checked, he gives people scholarships. He does a whole bunch of stuff. I'm not, uh, you know, kissing him and saying he's the best man on the planet. What I'm, I'm sharing with you all is a structure, a thought process. Okay. So when it comes to Bill Gates, utilizing a, a, a tax shelter called the Bill and Melinda Gates foundation, you think that his family's not going to stay in control of the Bill and Melinda Gates foundation? You think his children are going to benefit from that entity and his charity for generations to come? The Rockefeller foundation is doing the same exact thing. The Kennedy foundation is doing the same exact thing. Rich people pass on their wealth through charity. So when you want to knock wealthy people, you might want to think twice. Okay. This is not something that is a, is a spooky thing. It's something for you to realize to say, how am I going to pass on my family wealth?" cause I'm going to tell you right now, like I say, you when you if you have anything in your name and you don't even have a will in place, Because let me go ahead and talk about this will and this trust situation because a lot of people say, well, can I just write a will? With a trust, you have more control. With a will, once you die, the lawyer that helped you set up the will, he's gonna get his cut first before he gives the money to your children. Let's think about this here. So that's that's a major difference on having a will as opposed to a trust. Once again, you can go talk to a public lawyer. What I've been trained in and what I train our trustees in is what private mentors, private communities talk about. Wealth communities. Okay? So you know you pass on your wealth through a charity, through endowments. Okay? Through through entities that can actually give money away and then make money back tax free. That's how business is done. In the United States, you all know that every hospital, every library, every college is set up through what, through a, through an endowment, through a tax, through a tax shelter, or through some foundation. You all know this, but why is it that you can't set up an endowment yourself? Well, guess what? There's only three entities that can create an endowment, a charity, a foundation and a trust. So how can an individual taxpayer create an endowment to per- perpetuate their wealth for generations to come? See, well, do people know how to operate through contracts? Article one, section 10. Not be subject to state jurisdiction with entities. Like I say, at the end of the day, it's about putting your life inside of a contract, you know, and not utilizing the the government default, you know, the the government social insurance, because you don't know how to take care of yourself, called the uh, what is that called? Social Security Administration, wait until you're 65 to get your money. You know, they got SEC laws and Federal Trade Commission laws that say you're not even privy to certain type of financial information if you don't make a certain amount of money. Why is that? Because they want to protect people. That's They say they're protecting people from their own ignorance, and that might be so. So certain pieces of information don't even get to the public because people are not able to handle that type of information. I got broker buddies that are professional investors sit at home, make thousands of dollars a day, and they don't go and become a professional trader. They're just traders. But because of the SEC and other organizations, they say you can't call yourself a professional trader because other people, you're going to be liable for what you tell people. And that's why when people say, oh, how, how are you able to sit here and talk about uh, contracts know what I do encourage you. I mean, talk about law. I, I I, first of all, if you're not able to talk about Article 1, Section 10, uh, please stop. We this is a free country, freedom of speech for you to be able to actually talk about those things is very, very important. So, um, you know, I, I really, I really encourage you all to study the law. You know, a lot of people don't want you all to study the law, but that's unfortunate. As a trustee, you're an asset manager at that point. Once you are an asset manager, you have to learn how to manage those assets and grow those assets, protect those assets. So there's four keys to wealth. First thing is, is you got to protect it. Everybody thinks it's all about how much money you make. It's not. Everyone knows that. It's about how much you keep. It's not about how much you make. That's why you on a hamster wheel. Because it's about how much you make. It's not about how much you make. It's about how much you keep. So the first thing is, is protecting it. The second thing is, is growing it. How do you grow it? How do you grow it? That's where trustee training comes into play because we make it a point to make sure our trustees have access to a community of CPAs and attorneys and people that deal with insurance and people that deal with trading, people that deal with mining, all of those different things. All of those things are in a a private uh, setting. Why? Because once again, if you want to work a job, why would we talk about this to you in the public? So. The second thing is, is is growing that wealth. The third key to growing or having your wealth in the correct position is to preserve the wealth. How do you preserve the wealth? You learn how to set up additional entities, whether it's additional trust, whether it's a foundation. That's what Bill Gates did. He made sure that his wealth is going to be passed on from generation to generation in perpetuity. That means forever. It's not an accident. It's called knowledge that's not given to people that want to make $30,000 a year. You don't have a need for it. Even if you want to make a hundred thousand dollars a year, you don't have a need for the information. It's about people that want to dominate. So you have to learn how to preserve your wealth. And the last thing is, is you have to learn how to put your wealth in a correct tax position. Okay. You think wealthy people are paying taxes. I I, I love having Robert Kiyosaki as a mentor. He say wealthy people don't pay taxes. And you all think they own. Then you all got a president of the United States that sat there and said, I don't have any tax returns to show you all. Why? Because he has it all in a trust. And you all still want to walk around and focus on how much you can earn. You think he ain't earning no money? I'm sure he's got a helicopter, a jet, quite a few mansions, a lot of $500,000 pair of shoes, suits and all. And he doesn't own one dime of it that's why he doesn't have to release his tax record. He's in a, he's in a public position when you're in the public, you have everything subject to review and examination. Don't think he's an exception. He's an exception because he understands the tax law. When you go back and look at those, uh, when you go back and look at those, um, interviews with Hillary and him, he says, I know the tax structure better than anybody. So why would it not encourage you all to learn a tax structure, but no people want to go do other things. So um, those are the four keys to well protecting it, growing it, preserving it and passing it on in the correct position. okay everybody if you all want more information you can go to welcome to thevault.com Everything is spelled out uh, welcome to thevault.com. And um, get on the email list and get some, you know, get subscribed to where you can uh, get some updates and newsletters and things like that. Um, as far as details go, once again, getting into the private trustee training is hfrm.vault at gmail.com. And when people ask, are we on the up and up? Like I said, we deal with the law. The first law that I quoted to you, you have to understand and have ingrained in your, your mindset if you want to make the transition from public to private. It's called Article 1, Section 10 okay no state can impair the obligation of contract so very very essential um you know just the the way you want to be able to do business living your life through contracts owning nothing controlling everything um i think everything should be put every put everything on uh, you own in a trust you have to why so you can get rid of your liability stop trying to own everything that's a public mentality own nothing control everything that's what we do over here peace love you all thank you all look forward to hearing from you HFR Imperial Vault at gmail.com